you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. Join Macy's and Girls Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. Throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls Inc. or round up your purchase. Plus, shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com slash purpose. Um, bum, 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 bum. This year I thought you were gonna dress sluttier <laughs> and you haven't been doing it. I did say I was gonna dress sluttier. What happened? <laughs> Here, I, I just, I like being comfy cozy and I need to find a way to be a, a comfy slut. <laughs> I need com- I need comfortable <laughs> slutty clothes because <laughs> i do yeah i feel like i haven't had a slut phase uh-huh. ever and i want to like show my goods while i have them before they d- start drooping and uh-huh. moving around but i also get cold very easily okay i don't like constricting clothes okay it's pretty much the end of the list i guess what about like booty shorts i could do booty shorts yeah some booty shorts, crop tops, and mm-hmm. then have like a jacket on standby. Yeah. Okay. I can try that. Uh, you can get some big long boots and some Whoa. slutty mini skirts. Whoa. I don't like skirts because I like to be ready for anything. <laughs> I like to be what ready for What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I don't. What if I like need to run? <laughs> Where are you running to? Who are you running from? What has happened prior in your life that made you feel the need to get to always be ready to ADR? I don't know. (laughs) Well, I got to always be ready. I don't know. Um, I just feel like, I don't know. With a skirt, I just feel compromised. Mm, Fair. Okay. All right. Fair. I fully stand by that. I truly hear you. I see you. But I will say this. Should I send some slutty clothes to your house? Yeah. Okay, let me write it down. (laughs) Right now my notebook says hot air balloon, (laughs) Vegas, and slut. (laughs) Send slut clothes. (laughs) Okay. What size do you wear in shorts Mm -hmm. or pants? Like a wow. Okay. And what is your waistband measurements? <laughs> I think I'm like a wow. Okay. Tops small. Mm, like wow. Because I also have a S and titties for titties. Do you want these measurements in the episode? Mm. <laughs> Do you want me to bleep every time you say? Yeah. Something? Can you bleep it with wow? <laughs> 
<laughs> sure, you got it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> But okay. what if other people want to send me slutty clothes? Yeah, but how would they send them to you? Do you have a public P.O. box? Um, I have a P.O. box. I guess it's not public, but it, I guess it could be. No, maybe I don't want that. I mean, people will probably send you a lot of fun stuff. I mean, do you yeah. want some fun stuff? Yeah. So make your is P.O. box d- public. Is there? I'm trying to think. Is there a downside to having my P.O. box public? People sending you stuff that you don't want. I don't want, yeah. But also, is there a um a friend in need who stands outside your mail place? Your mm. mail center? Uh-oh. Now that now your that I've seen post office. Building. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck, man. I really hate when things escape me. The simplest <laughs> things. It's definitely called a post office. Yeah. Is there a friend in need outside your post office? I haven't seen one. Oh. There's a friend in need outside mine. So if I had a P.O. box there, I'd be like, oh, yeah, send me shit. And I'll just give them to a friend in need. I see. I see. You don't Uh, have to make it public. This could be a thing that you do later. I'll do it later. I'll figure it out later. I think that's good. But you send me stuff. Yes, I will. Because I have your address. Yeah. And I can just drop by (laughs) your house because I know where you fucking live. (laughs) No matter how hard I try to make you forget. You keep moving. I keep finding you. When I, I locked myself out of my house, um, cause I did. And then I asked for the spare key that you have to my house. And then I, when I took it home to use it, you were like, when am I getting this back? <laughs> you were very like, I need to know when I'm getting the key And back. I still haven't gotten it back. So I think you that's You have like, gotten it back. What? Last time I went to your place, I dropped it back into the drawer. No you way. Have it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you have it. No fucking way I do. Yes. That's so funny. The other day I was like, so she still has to give me back the key to her house. I wow. gave us like immediately. I went when I went to hang with you and other people. I mean, maybe you were distracted because there was other people there, but I oh. just like dropped it back in the drawer. Nuts. Insane. I've been in that drawer several times since. <laughs> maybe every day since because that's where my keys go. This is like absolutely astounding. I cannot believe it. Look for the carabiner. Well, I bought more carabiners because oh, the carabiners were a good idea. So now my car keys are on the carabiner. Oh. So when I valet my car, yes, sometimes she doesn't want to walk <laughs> and try to find the free parking. When I valet my car for $10 and then with a tip, 12 to $15, which is too much money because sometimes they make you park it yourself. Anywho, um, I put it on a carabiner so it's easier to not because they don't ever want to take all of my keys. They always like frown at me. They're like, there's too many keys. And I'm like, they're it's just keys. keys. It's also like oh, you're on their side. Well, it it is a lot of keys. You do have a lot of keys. (laughs) You have a lot of keys, which I don't know why. I don't know why. What? What do you What do you have other than your home and your car? My home, (laughs) my car, um, uh, my um, my storage unit in New Jersey. (laughs) You don't have to carry that around with you. Uh, my New York keys, um. Uh, I just let's just say I have a lot of places that need to be opened up. But some of these keys, you uh-huh. can have like your daily keys. Uh-huh. And then some of the keys that you that don't require to be opened every day mm-hmm. can be somewhere else. Yes. But I also worry about losing keys. I'm a loser. I'm always. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a loser. I'm a fucking loser. No. 
I'm a fucking But that's nasty even more loser. reason. I think that's more reason to separate the keys because what if you lose your keys and then all your keys are gone? Then you're fucked. You're right. And that has happened before. And I was fucked. Because I was fucking someone and I left my keys in their car. Or wait, or did they steal my purse? I don't remember exactly. Uh, anywho, living in New York was a whirlwind. But um, yeah, that was like, that was very upsetting. I like figure out how to get into my apartment and shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now I have the carabiners to distinguish mm-hmm. my car keys from the house keys and stuff. Yeah. Um, and that's been rather helpful. That's good. You know, I'm just trying. You got it. It's hard. It's really hard when you're a loser. (laughs) I truly lose everything. What is wrapped behind you? Stop. I want you to stop analyzing what's going on in this room. It's a fucking mess. It'll never get better. Just like stop (laughs) pointing at things. (laughs) I'm sorry. Okay. No, I'll tell you. So this is a Murphy bed that we have not unwrapped from the estate sale that we went to maybe in April. Oh, okay. (laughs) But... It will, it's a, it's like a trick. It's like, looks like a dresser. Yes. But then you open it up and it's a freaking Murphy bed. And there's a, there's a mattress in there right now. Mm-hmm. It's like squished in half. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry that I looked around your space and pointed out <laughs> something that I had a question about. No, I deserve okay. that. <laughs> no, no, you, I should It's just that you keep doing that. You're like, what's that on the floor? And I'm like, a pile of mess. It's just messy in this room. I we, This is the junk room as of now. Listen, own your mess. It's okay. Things are messy in my house, too. Not like this, though. I had a bookshelf just in the middle of my living room for three, <laughs> three and a half months. And I kept looking at it being like, oh, my God, one day this will have to move. And then we moved it. Yes. Yeah, so and now it's behind me and there's no books there yet. I need to <laughs> move some books onto it. But I did buy some books to put on it. Oh, good. Good. Well, for when I'm in my office and I'm um, whatchamajiggy. What's, what's it called when you're not doing your work because you are manifesting? Procrastinating? Yes procrastinating mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. it's hard it's really hard to be productive it, t- tell me about it also I did not yell at John but I did not I sent him a rather unpleasant text uh, mm-hmm. because I wanted my dog back um, and he gave me this is a continuation from our last episode so he gave me a card and it says nachos and lasagna and he took time to make it which is probably why he was late bringing Clyde back to me. And he was like, I will make you your birthday feast because that's what he makes me every year. One year he was like, what do you, what do you, what's your favorite foods? And I was like, nachos and lasagna. <laughs> so then he's made them for me for the last three years. Aww. And this is my first birthday without having a roommate. Mm. Um, and I'm pretty uh, wanderless. No, is that a word? Pretty <laughs> listless. Listless. Yeah, it's hard to know what I should be doing. Because you usually, a roommate. Yeah, well, usually I would like have something to do during the day. And then at night I get to come home and I get to eat a feast of my favorite food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also I think I've worked on my birthday the last three years. Yeah, so there and you this go. This is the first year I didn't work. But you did like fly in. I did. I flew right in from Boston. <laughs> <laughs> heard of it <laughs> have you ever heard of boston so is there a plan for him to make your favorite meal no i gotta text him i i just texted him i was like hey sorry about being a bitch 
I should also tell him that I was napping and I had just woken up and I was like, where's my dog? Yeah. I, I'm going through a lot of emotions. I was doing a lot today. Yeah. What did you do yesterday? Yesterday. Saturday. I went to an estate sale in the morning mm-hmm. and I got two stools. Okay. Under the kitchen counter. Yeah. Um, and they look great. I'll send you a picture. I really love that you were like, I will figure out how to get more seating. <laughs> I know. I told my man, I was like, I bought two stools. And he's like, stools are just chairs without backs. You're, bu- you're buying chairs. Don't try to trick me. And I was like, you're right. I bought more chairs. <laughs> I don't, have we deep dived into why you like chairs so much? Um, I feel like we did have a breakthrough at one point, but I can't remember what it was now. Me um, either. What was that? It was a real hmm. aha moment, but I can't remember what it was. Hmm. Um, well, since we already had the breakthrough, I guess we shouldn't explore it again. <laughs> I don't know. I just love to lounge. Mm. I like being comfortable. Yeah. Okay. I think that's a, a good reason to like chairs. Oh, wait. No, it's something to do with your mom. Hmm, maybe. Damn, I wish I knew it. I should have written, written yeah. it down. Dang. It, ooh, a listener probably knows. If you remember, <laughs> what was that? Will you please tell Sashir what the breakthrough was? Because people have been reminding me about, like, the only reason why I put Madonna in in my calendar is because people, like, tweeted at me. Oh, They're like, you good. have to go to the Madonna in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So someone remind, remind me why I like chairs. Yeah, let us know because uh, we're deeply curious about the reasoning that we discovered months ago. Months ago. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure I love doors because I like, I don't like new experiences, but as they happen, I like them, if that makes mm-hmm. any sense. I don't like mm-hmm. the anxiety about thinking about a new experience. Like, I very much hate going to, like, a new restaurant where I'm like, I don't know where their bathroom is, and I have to ask questions. Because people make you feel dumb when you don't know things. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah. oh, where's the bathroom? They're like, the bathroom! And you're like, yes, I just, I want, I'm, uh, yes, please help me. <laughs> And they're like, ha, 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 I'm so there and I'll laugh. You make a right. And then you have to fucking skip up the stairs. And don't you dare walk. It's a skip. And you're like, oh, God, I don't know. Okay. And then you and they turn stupid. around to the rest of the staff and they're all high fiving me like, that idiot. That's what it feels like sometimes when you have a new experience in a place you've never fucking been. Yeah. Um, I like sometimes will uh, like look at menus just so I'm like, okay, so like I know what's there. I won't have any questions. I saw this Reddit thread where someone genuinely in earnest was like, I've never been to a subway. I'd like to go before. Go before? I'd like to go. Um, But before I go, I hear that you make your own sandwiches and I'm not sure how that's going to go. And I have deep anxiety about this. So can someone explain to me how to order a sandwich? And then people just explained it in a very nice, kind way. And I almost burst into tears because I was like, that person has the knowledge now to not feel like they're like stumbling or like yeah. being seen as an idiot. <sighs> Boy. That's nice. The community came together. Yeah, I almost, I might start crying right now. <laughs> <laughs> Think about how confidently that person asked for, you know, yeah. oil, salt, and pepper and <laughs> whatever meat and cheeses their heart desired. Yeah. I mean, that's also, especially in like a line situation where mm-hmm. people are behind you, that is very anxiety inducing. Yeah. Because you're just like, oh my God, what if I'm not fast enough? I don't know what mm-hmm. some of this is. Um, I tend to overcompensate when I'm not sure what's going on. I'm like, what is this? You explain mm-hmm. this to me? Hello? What? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you do this. 
And then I make people explain the whole thing to me and I do it in like a charismatic way. So I don't seem dumb. But I'm sure maybe someone's like, what an idiot. That's a good tactic, though. The worst is when you go to a different state and all the driving rules are different. Oh, my God. Isn't that nuts? That in all 50 states, everything isn't just the fucking same? That's how I felt in Atlanta, where I was like, this is a turning lane now? What the fuck? What happened? Uh (laughs) Like Everything just changes so quickly. That's why everyone's in an accident, so the roads are terrible. In New Hampshire, there's traffic circles everywhere. Oh, those are weird. They fucking blow. And I don't actually know how much helpful, like, more helpful they are. I think they slow down traffic. Uh, So it's like it doesn't make it long. I guess it, like, it. people don't run stop signs because there is no stop sign. But you will stop when you see a car. Yeah. I think. I don't know. Jersey has jug handles, which is a thing that nobody has. So to go left, you have to go right. You don't just make a left-hand turn. You go into you go right into this thing that veers off, and it makes a jug like a handle on a jug, and then you're here, and then you make a U-turn essentially. Oh, does that weird. make sense? I can draw. Yeah, it. please, <laughs> please <laughs> give that notepad out. Okay, so this is this is the road. Uh oh. Okay. This is like a butt. It does. All right, new page. Okay. So this is the road. You're Mm -hmm. going straight. And -hmm. then if you want to make this left, this is the light. And you want to make this left. So your car is going to go to this side. And you're going to go with traffic. And you're going to get to the light. And then you're going to make your left. As opposed to just going straight and making your left. left. Yeah. And does that make it faster? I have no, no. It, sure, it can't, but hmm. it can't make it. I don't know. I don't. It's just a weird Jersey thing. Strange. Yeah. We also have circles in Jersey, but they're huge. There's one in Neptune that's so fucking big, and like cars will just be like, nom, nom, nom. <laughs> you're like, oh no, when do I go? It's oh right by God. an Applebee's, eating good in the neighborhood. <laughs> Ooh, Jordan has the purpose of traffic circles. The circular shape is designed to control the direction of traffic and reduces speeds to 15 to 20 miles an hour. It also reduces the likelihood of a T-bone or head-on collision. Okay. All right. So they are good good for the community. Thank goodness. We're driving good in the neighborhood. Yes, driving good in the neighborhood. Um, Applebee's still hasn't brought back their fucking dessert. What was it? An apple chimney cheesecake. Ooh. And I've tweeted at them. I told them I would suck dicks for it. I've mentioned it. There's a very good sound bite from you. There it reminds me of another sound bite from you that I'm gonna find really quick. <laughs> yes, I told them that I wanted it to come back and they did not respond to me i added them on twitter i said i would suck so many dicks for the apple chimney cheesecake to come back and like nobody even allowed to respond to you if you say that but like why not okay here's the other soundbite from you that i really really love that i found i don't know why i was scrolling through my phone but here it is your question is there a benefit to having a meaty pussy <laughs> 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 when did 
remember you recording that, but I don't remember what the context was. I, I Is was, there a benefit to having a meaty pussy? I was, <laughs> I was talking about my favorite niche section of the internet called bimbification. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where yes, women yes. have like enormous titties, like I think a thousand cc's is the like a uh, like pretty big, and some of these women have six thousand cc's. Um, and one of them has the biggest, the largest pussy in the world. And your response was, <laughs> "Is there a benefit <laughs> to having a meaty pussy?" And you asked it so earnestly that I made you say it again. <laughs> I still don't know. I mean, I don't know if there's a real. I think it might just be an aesthetic thing, like aesthetically pleasing to that person. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. I don't know. Hey there, we're Vibe Check, and we are working on a special series called Hey Sis, brought to you by Ulta Beauty, where we'll be in conversation with inspiring Black women creators. In this series, we'll be talking about all things Black, Black joy, Black beauty, and Black stories. And Ulta Beauty is celebrating Black-owned and founded brands, brands like Curl Mix, Undefined Beauty, Bevel, which we all use here to shave, and the legendary Pat McGrath Labs, who's having such a moment right now. So head to your local Ulta Beauty store or Ulta.com to shop your fave Black-owned and founded brands and check out Hasis, a Vibe Check series. You can listen to that wherever you get your podcasts. Woo! We all know that Crocs are known for comfort and fashion. I love a Croc, but they're really stepping up their game when it comes to personalization. Their truly iconic classic clog and slides are available in tons of colors, and they're just waiting to be personalized with a collection of gibbets charms. You know those fun pieces of flair you pop into the holes? There's plenty of room on whichever pair you choose to create a completely unique combination, one that only you have. Krog's classic clogs and slides are your canvas for expression. You know me, I love a croc. I slide my little tootsies in there and I walk, walk, walk. My favorite ones are leopard print. And I got some sonic gibbets right in mine, which is really nice. The croc clog is my ultimate. So be sure to head to crocs.com to explore all the latest styles and gibbets charms. Isn't it obnoxious when companies have those sneaky catchers hiding deep in the fine print or bills that seem to go up for no dang reason? Oh, boy. There's a lot of yada yadas I've encountered in my life, like budget airlines that promise a cheap fare, but then charge you for every little thing until you realize you're paying more. You could have gone somewhere else. Actually, brands usually want me to say a lot of yada yada when I do ads like this at Metro by T-Mobile. There's not a yada yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, no surprises. They don't even want me to speed through the legal. So here it is. When they say no price hikes when you join, they mean your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data plans. Their only exclusions are for limited time promos, per-use charges, and third-party services. I guess that really is naughty yada yada. Metro by T-Mobile. Naughty yada yada. You know, Black representation in the media means a lot to me, Sashir. Really? Yeah. Because I like to see myself on TV. Yeah. Or on the radio. Yeah. And guess what? The next generation of influential Black voices can be found where? On NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. 
In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account of what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcasts. Thrive Market is a go-to for all your grocery and household essentials, and the convenience of getting everything online and then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. We don't have time to go to the stores anymore. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories, and you can use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. This is such a smart way to shop. Usually, I'm just kind of like in the grocery store, not really knowing, knowing what I want, and usually I'm hungry, so then I'm buying things I don't need. But Thrive Market is so good about narrowing down the essentials and giving it to you, to your door. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash best friends for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash best friends. Thrivemarket.com slash best friends. Should we do a quizzy poo or talk about how OnlyFans backtracked on taking away adult content? No, we can can talk about that. So wait, they were going to take it away and now they're keeping it. Yeah, it was like truly unclear. It was like fuzzy circumstances where it was like you could have nudity, but it was like it was like maybe no sexual acts. I think maybe like no penetration or something. But then everyone got mad because it wasn't very clear and they could like deactivate your page without your like you knowing or whatever. So a ton of sex workers were like, um, this is my income. The fuck? Mm-hmm. So then I think maybe enough people threatened to leave the platform when that went in order um, that they were like, we decided to not do that. Yay. But I think a lot of sex workers are like, no, we got to figure out a different platform. One that yeah. won't turn their back on us once they start making money. But I hate yeah. to tell OnlyFans, it's like, I'm not on OnlyFans to like get recipes and workout videos. I'm yeah. here for titties. That is so strange because I feel like most apps, new technology, most things like they're going to head to porn. Like they're going mm-hmm. to get to porn because that's how you make money. OnlyFans kind of started with porn and we're already making a lot of money from it. Why would you want to stop that and then do other shit? I believe it was like investors. I oh. think investors are like, we don't like this salacious pornography. And they're like, we do other stuff. Uh, mm. You can subscribe to watch this workout. Vid- I, I know I keep saying workout videos, but like, that's the, like, I saw a commercial. It was like, jog with this bitch on OnlyFans. I was like, what? No. Why on earth? I'm not Why? a fan of you jogging unless them titties are flopping. <laughs> yeah, they should just lean into that. Like, that's, just I make mean, that the thing. Yeah, Beyonce even references OnlyFans. I can't remember mm-hmm. what the, the lyric is, but it's something sexual. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Jordan, do you mind uh, looking it up for us? Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Just like, because then now, now someone's going to start something that is only porn, and then they're going to mm-hmm. make all the money. They really should. I think 
a sex worker needs to um, partner with like a software engineer mm-hmm. or somebody who creates platforms just to like have a ownership based one where yeah. it's like, yes, we have investors, but the investors are all of us. We invested our money. We share the money. Because totally. it's like one company can't like you're making money off the backs of people. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Listen, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Ooh, we got it. It was on Savage. The Savage. The remix. Savage remix. Hip oh, tic- on that demon. Ta- okay, you oh, go no, you do it. <laughs> Hips TikTok when I dance on that demon time. She might start an OnlyFans. So. Okay. Oh wait, go back, please. Because that doesn't really allude to like what OnlyFans is. But then she says, Big B, and that B stands for bands. If you want to see some real ass, baby, here's your chance. See, Beyonce gets it. Real ass is on OnlyFans. That's right. That's right. Uh-huh. Um, I'm still upset about Ivy Park not having the purple leggings for me. I haven't gotten over it. If anything, I go to sleep angrier and angrier and thirstier and thirstier <laughs> for them every day. Did they send you anything? No, I didn't ask. They don't just send me things. I have to ask for it. Like, they uh, don't care about me. But why don't you ask specifically for that? Because they didn't come in my size. But maybe you asked. They don't just not going to whip them up for me in the Adidas factory? You don't know that. Yeah. You think what? You think they're going to sew together two pairs for me? You don't know until you ask. You can say, hey, I would like some Ivy Park. And also, I love these leggings in particular. I don't see them in my size. Is it possible? And then maybe they'll be like, oh, there's a need. We'll, we'll provide. Jordan's mouth opened real big. I was, I was going to say also, I don't know if this is helpful, but my sister knows a bunch of people who works at Adidas. So I could... Adidas? Well, that's how you say it outside of the U.S. What? Well, well, yeah. okay. Adidas? Adidas? Yeah. Is it Nike? Wow, well, Jordan just got international all of a sudden. <laughs> no, it's actually pronounced Nike. Really? What? Yeah. Are you playing with us? No, I'm not playing Yeah, here. you fucking playing with us? <laughs> you playing with us? You falling back on us, player? Yeah, play. don't fall back on us. No, no come on, home skillet. <laughs> so my sister used to work at... Um, Reebok in Boston with Reboke, Reboke, <laughs> um, and and that's pronounced Reebok. But when she went to Germany to work for Puma, across the street is Adidas, and that's that's how I was always taught it was said. And do you know the Adidas Puma story? Yes, the two brothers started at Adidas together, got into a big old fight. <laughs> the other brother started Puma. Whoa! And I love it, and that's why they're across Damn. the street from each other. Whoa. That's like the left Twix, right Twix commercials. <laughs> it is like that. Have you, have you not seen the that? the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> the commercials the right fuck? <laughs> The commercials for Twix right now are like, all like, there's a, a rivalry between the left Twix in the pack and the right Twix. So there's like a factory across the street. One says left Twix, one says right Twix. And so there's this is a current campaign? Yes. You don't have cable. Where are you I, seeing this commercial? Um, I guess on Hulu. I still get ads on Hulu. I've never in my wildest dreams seen this commercial. 
Are you sure? There's an extended video. This is from mm-hmm. 2012. Years ago, when the inventors Seamus and Earl unveiled their Twix bar, the tension between them reached a breaking point. This seems like a lot approach. of work. This that is a lot for <laughs> a Twix head. I cannot believe that I don't know this commercial that's a yeah. minute fucking long. That this is, is from 2012. Saga. And here's the thing. So am I... When I get a pack of Twix, I'm only eating... What? So do they come together <laughs> at some fucking point? Or is my Twix just a right Twix pack or just a left Twix pack and they're not letting me fucking know? What is this campaign trying to let me know as a Twix consumer and customer? I don't... I don't actually know. Advertising is a scam. What are commercials? I think they're just trying to make it more interesting. I mean, we're talking about it. It was was memorable. And I guess it's a long-running campaign because it's still happening. They're still doing the left Twix, right Twix stuff. Wow. And is it those two gentlemen who are still in it and their wives are sleepless (laughs) at night waiting for their husbands to come to bed? I haven't seen the gentlemen lately, but the factories are still there. Oh, wow. Yeah. This is actually fully insane. (laughs) Never in my life. So it's the exact same story as the Puma and uh, Adidas brothers. Oh, my God. Adidas and Puma should, like, sue. That's their story. Oh, damn, you're right. Oh, I guess it's not suable because they're still Twix and they didn't break off into separate companies. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. It's mm-hmm. just a fabricated story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, how petty to set up shop directly across the street from your competitor. It's pretty funny. Oh, my God. I love it. I wonder who's more successful, Adidas or Pumba? They're both really successful. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was watching a video and someone pronounced the car a Nissan. And I was like, I don't think that's how you say it. A Nissan? Or Nis- a Nissan. And I like looked at the pronunciation. They're like, in Japan, they call it Nissan. In America, they call it Nissan. And I was like, then why is this person calling it a Nissan? Nissan. I guess they're just, you know, being a little extra. Oh. Making it a little fancy. Mm-hmm. Buick Rendezvous is a very tiny, compact SUV that resembles a RAV4 from the era you like. Oh, a Buick Rendezvous. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Also, while Sashir's looking up that, it's saying that Adidas is, is about 15.6 billion revenue and Puma is around 4 billion. Ah, so Adidas is doing much better. I'm assuming because they grabbed Beyonce, the, yeah. everything skyrocketed. Mm, mm-hmm. mm, this is, I'm thinking, are these, these are, I'm looking at a bunch of old cars. A Buick Rendezvous SUV? Yeah. Yeah. Is it old or is it, are they making new ones? They make new ones. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wait. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. You're right. I'm so sorry. Shit. What is it? SUV. Ah, shit. What was it called? Oh, it's an Encore. I'm very sorry. I, I got very confused. Hey, and I'm okay. stupid. No, no, I'm a stupid idiot. No, no, Oh my God, I'm gonna jump right off a building. Bye-bye, everybody. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everybody who knew me. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Here we go. Buick Encore. Small SUV. That was cute. Right? She's very cute. She's very compact. Uh Uh-huh. And I think it really fits your mom car aesthetic. (laughs) (laughs) 
I love a mom. Right? Car. Doesn't it look like the RAV4 from that generation? It does. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. I saw one on the road the other day and I was like, oh my God, this is for Sashir. <laughs> I do think I'm still going to get a Tesla. All right, fine. Got one. Ugh, yuck. <laughs> what kind of <laughs> Tesla, though? <laughs> the Model Y. Cool. Ew, the Model Y? See, they even sound dumb. <laughs> it's the one, it's Ugh. like the in between it's the SUV the and the fucking subcompact. Sedan. She's like, I need a mom car. <laughs> and there's also an option to like get two more seats in the back so you could fit seven people. Why? Who? 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 Who are you fitting? Who? Who? I just like having, I just like having the option. But I don't know so seven you're gonna get people. Seven fucking seats in your car. And you've never invited more than two people to your home at one time. You had one party at your house three years ago and we're walking around like you were fucking dead. You truly with like a bag of trash being like, I have to keep cleaning. I know I was on trash duty, but that's only because I didn't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> Boy, that's very funny. Yeah, I like having space for just in case, but I don't want any people around me. <laughs> it is funny that you fill your life in. Oh my God, Sashir, you just want more chairs in your car. <laughs> this is sick. <laughs> I love chairs. You just unconsciously were like, I don't know. I need the extra two seats in my car. I won't <laughs> fill them with anybody. But when I look in the rearview mirror, I will see. <laughs> five extra empty seats that could be sat in by me or anybody. <laughs> yeah, what is this? <laughs> what is this? Yeah, Why do I like if you so fucking much? remember, please let us know before my friend fills up every car with a bunch of chairs, puts uh, chairs on your seats in her car. I was also like <laughs> just joking this morning with my man because we walked into the house and there's like a love seat like an outdoor love seat in a chair by the gate, but mm -hmm. we've never sat there. And I just like laughed at it. I was like, this is laughable. These are decoration chairs. I'm never going to sit in these chairs. I never need to be out in this part of the house. And he's like, yeah, we just have decoration chairs. I have decoration chairs out yeah. front in my little, near my fountain. Oh yeah, you do. Oh my God, that sounds so opulent. Near my fountain. <laughs> um, it's not decoration as, chairs. It's not as opulent as it sounds. It's a, Really, just this wild fountain that came with the house. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I have a little, just like, truly, it's like a children's bench. I sat in it one time, and I was like, "Ew, who sits in the front of their house?" One, two. This chair's too small. Three. I once caught a coyote sitting in it. <laughs> like, yeah, that's the coyote. Like having chair. a really nice time, just in the dark, and was like, "Oh, sorry about it." And I was like, "Ah." Yeah, I think that's also why I don't sit out in front because I'm just going to look at my house. There's nothing to look at there. There's no need to be there. I'd rather be in the backyard. But Wait a minute. You got to let me drive this Model Y. The top speed is 155 miles per hour. Hell yeah, dude. You can drive it. And then it goes from zero to 60 in 3.5 seconds. This is pretty fucking yeah. fast. I uh, took it for a test drive the other weekend. You've been driving them? Just once. Oh, just okay. to test it to see if oh, I liked wait. it. We wanted to go to the Porsche course and uh, ride in Porsches. Oh, I'll write that down, too. Oh, write that on your list. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just tell you, I had to flip through six pages to get to this list that I'll never well, see again. Well, because you've been drawing a lot of stuff for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it goes so fast, so quickly. And I'm like, 
why are you giving us this power? We don't need to go this fast. We, <laughs> I never need to go <laughs> zero to 60 in three seconds. Yes, you do. Because people merge poorly. So, you know, you can get away from that poorly merging person. That's true. That's true. I just don't like the way they look. I like the way they look. I think they look like dinosaurs. Hmm. Have you seen the uh, Tesla tank? Is that what they're calling it? There's a Tesla tank? It's something like that. And it looks wild. Where is it? Uh... Oh, Jesus Christ. For what? Who wants this? It's called a Cybertruck? Oh, the Cybertruck. That's what Who it is. Who wants? And I can get this? I can order it? <laughs> <laughs> what? For $100, I can just uh, reserve my Tesla Cybertruck? This is ugly. <laughs> this looks like a fucking pyramid on wheels. <laughs> it is. It just, and also, it's very much like, we're the future. It's just like angles and corners. I'm not here for it. I don't like it. Towing capacity is 7,000 pounds. What are you towing? <laughs> is this for the, the war that's coming? I mean, maybe. I don't like it. I'm not here for it. I'm very old school. But, you know, it would be nicer if, like, more electric cars were on the market. I just it think would that, be. like, you get, like, three options. Yeah, that's, yep, this is correct. That is nice. Zero to 60 in three seconds. I rented a uh, a Mustang. It was like a new Mustang and it went so fucking fast. But it truly topped out at 120. I like was mm-hmm. flooring it at 120 and it wouldn't go any faster. And I was like, well, this is a lie. Why, is it, why does it say 160 on the dash? Yeah. Also, there was nobody on the roads and it was a straight I was shot. like, where did you do this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just fucking flying around LA, dude. No, I was in, <laughs> I was driving to the airport in Boston um and it was like 5 a.m which granted okay okay, i'm sure someone will be like nicole that's still not safe but there was absolutely nobody else on the road i would have only killed myself but listen i'm here for a very long time don't worry about me (laughs) (laughs) don't worry about me don't worry about me oh did you know tesla's making they're gonna start making robots (laughs) yeah give them your money sashir go get you a tesla you know aid in this for the fucking robots to take over i swear to god and if in a couple of years we're in the same jail cell because they like take pity on us being fucking friends and we're being ruled by fucking robots, I will not let you forget that you could have bought any other car than a fucking Tesla. I, but I can't really. They're not that. There's not a lot of options. Tesla's the best best option. Just get a fucking gasoline car. I don't want a gasoline car. I'm trying to save the environment. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Sure. And Here's also fun, the robot war. The <laughs> thing. You buying a Tesla does nothing for the environment. It is not us who can change the environment. It is corporations who are letting the ocean on fire. And yet, well, I, I know, don't get my money to... Every little bit helps. <laughs> but, like, does it? Does a drop in a bucket help? Damn. Oh. <laughs> God. <laughs> the bucket's not filled. There's a drop in the bucket. The bucket, it's going to evaporate. That's what your fucking Tesla purchase is going to do. Go fucking evaporate. Well, at least I'm not giving my money to fossil fuel, the fossil fuel industry anymore. All right, fine. <laughs> God, this is a real soapbox for you. I didn't realize. Uh, you know, it really is. It's a, I just, I don't want to be in a jail cell with you with a fucking. We will dumb not be in a jail robot, cell. A dumb robot telling us what we can and can't do. 
They might not let me bring him to the jail cell. They'll let you bring Clyde. You think they'll let me bring Clyde? Yeah. Yeah. I just... Okay. I mean, if robots start doing shit, they're going to take over. I know. They're going to become... What's the word? Sentient? Yeah. And they're going to take us over. Did you see that um, that movie, Macchiato? Ex Macchiato? <laughs> Ex Machina? Ex Machina. I did. Where that fucking sexy ass lady fucking murdered those men. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. And I honestly, right. that's feminism. And I'm ready for a lady <laughs> robot to fucking crush these men. Tee hee hee. Yeah, if we're only creating women robots, I'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. Then we can start our own fucking colony of human women and cyborg women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll enslave men. And guess what they'll be good for? Giving us their seed. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. And doing manual labor like pulling the rocks from somewhere. <laughs> pulling the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't fucking know how to uh, take over the world and do shit. I mean, it's like, yeah, we've had so many movies and blueprints telling us that the of the worst case scenario that could happen with with artificial intelligence, and yet people are still trying to make it. Yeah, I mean, it's already happening. That's how fake yeah. news gets passed around. AIs don't know what's true and not true. It's true. Algorithms are just doing their own thing, uh-huh. and we can't stop it. Yeah, maybe this is the beginning of the robot war with algorithms. Yeah, we're already in it. Oh my god, we're in the robot war! <laughs> robots unite! <laughs> robots unite! Okay, should we do a quiz? What else do we have? How much time do we should answer Oh, questions. we should answer the questions. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. I have a whisker on my neck. It's disgusting. <sighs> the older I get, the more whiskers I have. I'm turning into a goat. <laughs> That's what happens sometimes. Yeah, my cousin was like, our butts get bigger and we get whiskers on our chin. So I'm literally turning into a goat. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll get a tattoo of a goat. <gasps> Maybe that'll be my next tattoo. That's oh my fun. god, next weekend, do you want to come with me and Evan to get tattoos? Guess what I'm getting? A yin yang. <laughs> great yes okay perfect i love it (laughs) hi i'm so glad your podcast exists um i have a best friend problem um and i'm hoping to get your best friend advice um i met my best friend um a few years ago we're both um in our early 30 or late 30s early 40s um, and, you know, making a new best friend as an adult is, like, really exciting and great. And um, we've been super close and, and you know, uh, I'm not dating and, and she is much more important part of my life than most of you know, my relationships have been. Um, we met, well, the way that we, you know, met and first sort of bonded is we were big, two big fat ladies and, you know, sassy and bold and um, taking on the world and a lot of our readings would revolve around us getting a lot of food and, and picking out and not feeling guilty about it or going out and drinking and eating and being, you know, two loud fat ladies and, and you know, we really made each other feel 
um, stronger and bolder and, and more wonderful and more accepted. Um, we both have ongoing health problems. Um, I'm disabled. Um, and uh, since before we met, um, my best friend had been considering um, weight loss surgery. Um, I have a lot of feelings about weight loss surgery. Um, I had an eating disorder when I was younger and, and, uh, you know, weight loss surgery is something that, you know, gets pushed on a lot of fat people, specifically fat women, um, when there's no other reason other than they're fat and of course that's not okay. Um, and, uh, you know, talk about weight loss and, and all of that is, is hard for me and, and a bit triggering. Anyway, um, my best friend also has um, a number of health issues that um, her weight were really was really affecting, and also she has kids, so she you know um, was finding that she was you know wasn't able to like run around after them and all of that, and um, she had the weight loss surgery. Um, she's been uh, pretty good about not talking too much about the weight loss aspect of it to me. Um, she's now lost 150 pounds and she's doing great. She's, um, able to run around with her kids. Her other health problems have really improved. Um, she's, you know, buying a whole new wardrobe and she can go into stores that, um, you know, neither of us had ever been able to shop. Um, she's had the weight loss surgery. She's doing great. Um, she, uh, has, you know, she's, learning to roller skate and she's met a whole lot of new friends roller skating and, and, you know, she's just thriving and I really feel like I'm being left behind. Um, she can't do any of the things that we used to do. She can only like have a bite of food every four minutes. And if she eats like even a little bit too much, she is like in pain for hours. So like, you know, going to a restaurant is, is out. She can't drink anymore. Um, she can't, so weed anymore. Um, you know, I go and watch her roller skate and I sit on the bench with my cane and, you know, she roller skates around and, and, uh, and I feel like shit. Um, and I'm, I know it doesn't sound like it, but I'm really happy for her. But I also feel, you know, I, I said to her, I tried to, you know, let her know how I was feeling. And I said, Oh, I feel like you're skating away from me. And she said, Oh, I'll always skate back to you. And, and that was really sweet, but it still feels shitty, um, being left behind. And, and I know I should go out and try and find more friends like she is. And, and, but it's, it's really hard, you know, um, we're still, dealing with a lot of the pandemic stuff and I'm disabled and I'm like crotchety and weird and, and, uh, it's hard to make friends. And, um, I, I guess, you know, she's doing her best not to talk about weight loss around me, um, and, and all of that. Um, so it's not really that I, I'm asking for advice for what she should do differently, but like, how do I feel better about this? How do I feel, um, like watching her life blossom and being happy for her without it feeling like my life is getting worse because of it. Um, if she's got any advice, I, I'd really appreciate it because I love her so much. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Um, 
this is hard, I think. Um, I think it's hard, especially because it seems like your friend is you like it's only positive things are happening where it's like she's losing weight, she's making friends, she's roller skating, and that is like positive stuff, but also it's like, well, maybe she misses drinking, maybe she misses smoking weed, maybe she misses doing the things that like she used to do with you that she can't do, and it might be hard for her to articulate that. So maybe you're just like not seeing that side of it. Like maybe she is sad about it. And her saying that she'll skate back to you, I think is a very uh, secure thing. I think she is telling you that your relationship is a secure thing. Um, And I know you said you're disabled. I don't know the extent of your disability, but if you can get like a walker and put uh, like tennis balls on the bottom and you can join her roller skating, um, I think that would be fun. Uh, but also, I'm not sure the extent of your disability. Um, Heelys, I think that might be like, I'm just trying to think of like a, an easier way that like you can zoom zoom around uh, easier with your friend. And maybe it's like, think of other things you can do with your friend that don't revolve around eating or drinking. Um, yeah, I think it's just your friend is going through a period of transition. And sometimes when people are transitioning to something different, you feel like you are being left behind because you're not transitioning with them. But it's not like you're being left behind. They're just changing. And that's something they're doing. And you're doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. M- maybe think about other stuff you like doing. I mean, I I would imagine you like doing stuff other than eating and drinking and smoking weed. Um, And maybe that's something that you can try to see if your friend would join you on. Like, I don't know. Is there like comic books or movies you like to watch? Like maybe you can go on movie dates or something or um, something. But I feel like you probably contain multitudes like most people do. And so, yes, those activities were what bonded you. But I feel like you probably like each other for more than just that. I would hope. Um, And it is okay to mourn the loss of these activities. That does suck. Um, But if you both really care about each other, you'll still find ways to hang out with each other and enjoy each other's company. And it's going to be probably a weird, bumpy process to figure that out. But I I think that you can figure it out. I do think it's possible. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, in our relationship, I drink more than you, and mm-hmm. you're still okay with hanging out with me. Yeah. Um, you can skate longer than me, and I'm very okay with sitting and watching when I get tuckered out. Yeah. Um, you like to swim. I don't. But I'll, you'll, I'll sit you'll on the side sit on and the watch side. you. <laughs> you'll dip your whole body into Barton Springs with a bathing cap. No, a full shower <laughs> cap, I believe. And putter, sputter around. Until you say, I can't do this anymore. Uh, You'll go snorkeling with me until you make yourself violently ill. And then splash back to the boat in the funniest way I've ever seen. The sheriff is really funny. All of a sudden you're like, I don't feel good. 
I like had too much salt water in my system. And I was like, I got to get back to the boat. And then I turn around and the boat's so far away. And I just paddle against the current. It was the worst. <laughs> she was so sick on the boat. But I went and got her crackers so she could, you know, feel better to take videos of me twerking. <laughs> Yes, you got me crackers and ginger ale, and then I started feeling better. You're like, okay, so can you take pictures of my butt now? <laughs> so I think friendship is about making concessions. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to like the exact. I mean, it helps when you do like the same stuff, mm-hmm. but you don't have to like the exact same stuff, the exact same level of intensity. Mm-hmm. You can. It, it definitely will vary and change too. I do like what you said about uh, our varying levels of. Um, liking something like yes you do drink you like you actually can drink more you always have been able to drink more alcohol than I have Mm -hmm. even in the days where I did drink a lot of alcohol you just have a way higher tolerance than I do but I never did I feel like pressure to keep drinking so like even even if we like go out and you're like I want wine and I don't that's that Mm -hmm. that's okay it's and so like if you guys go to dinner or something and she physically cannot eat that much but you want to eat Go ahead and eat. Like I don't think, I mean, I don't, I don't know what her perception of food is right now. Maybe she also would like to eat as much as you, but mm-hmm. cannot. But that you know, that's also something you can talk about. But if you guys want to keep, if hanging out at dinner is still important to you, eat what you want, mm-hmm. and she'll eat what she wants. But you're still spending time together. Yeah, my friend. Oh, so like. She says that she doesn't really like to go out to eat anymore because she can't eat as much. My friend Celia on Instagram, her handle is Lady Shears. She just had a gastric sleeve and she's been documenting her journey. So I don't think she's going to mind that I'm putting her stuff like her shit out there. But she goes out to eat all the time and Mm -hmm. she'll show you what exactly she's eating. And she just eats a smaller portion of what everybody else is eating um, and then, like, make sure it's, like, lean or whatever and, like, make sure it, it is what you can be eating. And then she also, mm-hmm. like, works out a ton. Um, so I think maybe that might be helpful to show your friend to be like, oh, we still can go to these places. And mm-hmm. or maybe it's like you choose places where the food is maybe a higher quality. I think that might be also a thing when you have a gastric sleeve. You have to eat, like, better, not cleaner foods, but, like, just better food. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to really phrase that. But um. I think this is going to be okay. Your friendship sounds pretty solid. Yeah. It sounds like she definitely still wants to be friends with you, too. And I, as a person who overeats, like, I I overeat. um, I'm a compulsive eater. Uh, There is, like, a, a, like, a funness when you can get a friend to be like, you want to stuff your face with a bunch of fucking food? And then you're like, we did that together. So, like, you might have to just get that out of your mind that that's the friend you get to do that with. Mm-hmm. And you said that you should be making more friends, too. Yeah, why not? And you said you're surly. There's people like that out there <laughs> who just want to, like, scowl at another person. So totally. it's like, maybe take a, an inventory of what you like to do and then maybe take a class. Do you like pottery? Take a pottery class. Do you like mm-hmm. painting? Oh my God, sip and paint. That's what we have to do this year. It's oh, sip yeah, and paint naked people. Okay, sip <laughs> yes. and paint. I'm writing this down in uh, this book I'll never look at again. Uh, yeah, so like take inventory of what you like and then maybe take a class. And mm-hmm. it might be out of your wheelhouse to like go do something on your own. But I don't think you're going to regret it. Mm-hmm. Like when I finally went to a pole class by myself, I was absolutely fine. The world didn't swallow me up. Nobody pointed at me and said, stinky fatty on the pulley. 
But honestly, if someone did, I would have laughed. <laughs> that would have been wild. <laughs> Stinky fatty on the pulley. <laughs> be like, ma'am, are you okay? Or sir, because um, we got everybody or a person. Wait, this is, is this an ignorant question? What is the, so we say Mr. and Mrs., someone who's non-binary or gender non-conforming, what do we call them as a title? Whoa. Damn. I have no idea. Or is huh. it just like we want titles to be obsolete? Because Maybe sometimes we, yeah. when I check into a hotel, I write Dr. Byer. <laughs> That's very funny. <laughs> and honestly, oh, every time they there say There is an answer. Oh. Mix? MX. MX? MX is the title commonly used by non-binary people as well as those who do not identify with the gender binary, which was first written about in the 1970s. Among all other gender ne neutral titles, MX is the most commonly used one and is accepted by government and other organizations throughout the UK. Mm. Is it MX or is it mix? mix. Like Mr. Mix. and Mrs. and Ms. Yes, it's mix. Oh, cool. I love this. I like mix that. Mix buyer? Oh, wait, I like that. Yeah, I like that buyer. way better than Ms. Buyer. Yeah. Or Mrs. Buyer. Oh, my God. Yeah. Someone called me Mrs. Buyer the other day, and I was like, shoot me in the face. <laughs> Mrs. Buyer. That's my mom, and she's dead. If you have a question that you like answered, you can email us at NicoleAndSashir at gmail.com. Or call us at 424-645-7003. Also, we have uh, merchandise at podswag.com slash bestfriends. And you should, and you can rate, review, subscribe. That's the easiest way to support this show. And guess what? We support you. To you and yours, signing off from another great episode of Best Friends. Uh, to the moon and back. Love ya. This has been Nicole. And this has been Sashir. Signing off. <laughs> Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.